Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Hello. <laughs> we're, re- we're recording live. This is Sunday. We're live. We're in the same room. We're in the office in Glendale right now. Breakfast at Wimbledon. I'm I'm actually serving Jason strawberries and cream um like like grapes in the 18th century. <laughs> He's enjoying it. What is what is the strawberries and cream reference with Wimbledon? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a Brit- It's just like a British like the, the morning session, uh, the the men's finals on Sunday is breakfast at Wimbledon. You yeah, and a Pimm's cup, of course. Okay, so as a as a member of the audience, you you can purchase for I'm sure twenty four pounds. You know for not Harry's Berries level strawberries. Okay, so that's their version of the Dodger dog. It's it's <laughs> the, it's the rite of yes. passage food yeah, exactly, that yes. anyone could have anywhere. It's just strawberries that you can buy or a hot dog you can buy, but but there's you but, do but it the here. Setting. It's part of the ceremony. Yes, it's it's the setting. But also, I you didn't know, know that. uh it's coming home. It's a big day for sports in England. Uh unfortunately, neither of us are British, neither of us are currently in England. Mm-hmm. Um and as we as we record this, I did watch uh Cursed Djokovic uh, beat Berrettini. Um, Cursed. And, yeah, fuck Djokovic. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge Joker Little fan. Little Lego head looking ass. I mean, the problem, he's just that good, you know? He's the he's the Steve, yeah, you know Steve Nash of tennis. Yeah, but you know what's cool, Jason, is when you're really good, but you also have some sort of personality that makes you relatively likable to mm-hmm. a large swath of people. That's what makes you a legend. Maybe, maybe that's more of the Steph Curry syndrome. Nobody nobody likes his personality that much, but he's just that good. Yeah, like, well, Steph, let me guess. You won again. Steph Curry and Djokovic are both swagless. That, mm-hmm. is, the, that is the common theme running through these athletes that are uh, exceptional, exceptional physically, uh, but lack any sort of uh, personality. Mm. Or in Steph Curry's case, your wife is like a budget Chrissy Teigen, which is the worst personality you could possibly have. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's better that he just sticks to sticks to the three pointers. You know what I'm saying? So, which tennis player do you admire? Do you want? You know? Do you think has the most star power? Star power? I mean, star power, bro. I don't. I mean, obviously, curious. Rafa. Oh yeah, yeah. He's you know, a- he's got personality, but he can't. But can't he has no consistency? Shapo, the the young Canadian guy, is is cool. Um, but Jake told me last night he had a tough press conference. So you hate to see that. Yeah, I think you can you can kind of if you if you're not sure who is cool in any given athlete, 
just look around and see who Nike decided to sponsor, and that usually sorts mm-hmm. it out, right? Yeah, I mean, I I like like racket breaker types. That's that's kind of you know <laughs> I want a guy who smashes a racket. I want him to yell at the. You don't want to break records. You want to break rackets. Yeah, exactly. We you ain't breaking melt- records. We breaking rackets. Mm, yeah, I don't want it if it ain't if it ain't melting down. Yeah, but I did watch I did watch all of it this morning. Luckily, we started the podcast a little bit late, so I could catch my little sports. Damn. Um, so you're pumped up to probably hit a little green ball around after after we pod. Jason, I have to say I am. Yeah, I'm, I've got oh. two sessions tomorrow. A session today um two tennis sessions tomorrow yeah on a monday and a regular workout jason it's not a game bro no i mean it sounds like literally life is a game (laughs) we ain't doing no work we're doing a workout and two tennis matches on a monday that's uh i don't know if that's if you're really taking a page out of the hustle nomics book no i'm hustling smart that's the thing i work smart jason Mm -hmm. you're more of like a hard work guy Um, yeah it's just two different approaches no, neither is better or worse. No, no, than no. It's other. it's to each their own. They both rule. But you know, I'm I'm actually happy to be you know podcasting on a Sunday. And unfortunately for the listeners, you know your your dry July is in full effect. And so because <laughs> yeah, the the fans want me sluggish, not, lazy, and unconcerned. Not just the fans, also your uh, <laughs> esteemed co-host. Um, but look, I'm sick of putting my body on the line for content. <laughs> Instead, I have you bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, uh, a coffee, a water. You seem relatively alert. Uh, I wouldn't say smart, but you're yeah. here. Yeah, I'm more present. I'm not sweating. We went to it because we went to a Decatur Dan uh, 35th birthday uh, activation last night at Where It's Greater Studios, and mm. I'll tell you what the the 818 was flowing, and. <laughs> Watching you not mix the the eight one eight into the watermelon, uh, what was that? What's the drink? It was a it was a agua fresca. Agua fresca watermelon. I, I was. It was really hard for hurt. me to not make a jaja fresca. A jaja fresca. <laughs> the fact that you were able to resist the jaja fresca. You know, you know that Key and Peel meme where no. where Jordan Peel is sweating, like someone's asking him a question. That he he clearly is guilty of something, and the sweat pouring down his his face is is a ludicrous amount of sweat. You know, it's dripping down like a genuine video. Is that what you felt like? Looking I was like at the that's, bottle? I was having a conversation, like yeah, that's great. Prison reform really is an issue that we do need to worry about. And the whole time I'm looking at that bottle of Jaja, just like mm, the fucked up part about in my belly is f- what I was thinking. <laughs> the fucked up part about you pining for the Jaja is that I noticed. That there were more than one bottle. That's how popular the Jaja tequila was at the party last night. No, that's how free Jaja tequila is. Ah, uh, their 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 marketing strategy is give as much of it away as possible. A popular strategy among uh, burgeoning alcohol brands. Yeah, as long as it gets in the right hands, then it just goes from there. But you know, I would never, I would never enjoy Jaja tequila, whether or not I paid for it, or if it was a free gifted item, like unless it's like a true emergency. Why would you do that when you have a, a package right here of Lo-Fi Spritz pre-made <laughs> cocktails? Thank you, uh, thank you for the Lo-Fi for sending over the pack. It's delicious. Yeah. It's a delicious, refreshing way to hydrate while consuming alcohol uh, during these warm summer months. Thank you guys again. Dude, I actually agree a hundred percent. That's I crazy. Think it's a great way to get uh, hibiscus in your system that's probably a fine antioxidant i've heard that before i do love a hibiscus the flavor um is Mm -hmm. pleasing to me yeah but at at this party last night there was a and also lo-fi spritzes just so you know the the dry july thing that's a that's obviously fake i'm 
I'm not dry at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, in fact, quite wet. Um, I'm wet with hibiscus. Well, that's that's the only kind of wet you can really be. <laughs> uh, but the the party last night was a uh, was a interesting mix of people. But um, mm-hmm. a lot of the heads came through. But what I was shocked with, I I never. I guess I don't hang out with these kind of fellas very often where someone would put a... Creative directors? No, unfortunately, I hang out with too many People on the Jordan team? I really do try to avoid that. Okay. Unless I'm dunking on them. Um, but the... Air Max Twitter? The... <laughs> hashtag Air Max Day Twitter was definitely in the fucking building. Um, no, but, you know, the kind of people that would che- that would congregate... You know, this is a party. There's 50 people there. There's a, there's a, a, a woman making tacos. Uh-huh. Um, there is some, you know, little baby playing on the loudspeaker, mm-hmm. and the focus is on a a UFC fight. Well, not not the entire focus, but if you have a if you have a TV and people are all hanging out at a house party and the McGregor fight comes on, you know, it's a thing that a lot of people are going to be asking for. It's shocking to me how many people are into it. It really is kind of incredible to me. The, yeah, the sheer, I guess, ladies, fellas alike. Yeah, it's it's, but but anyway, um, watching, what is it? What's more shocking, that or fucking, you know, pump Vanderpump? You know, uh, well, Vanderpump's actually good. UFC fighting, the only good part is the shorts, which is what <laughs> I want to talk about. Debating again, Chris? Can I get a Venom? Can I? Do you think I can cop some Venom, bro? You can't wear Venom. Why can't I wear Venom? Is that is that am I false flagging? Is that's that for real. Go- you ain't a real goonie. You can't be. You can't do Venom, dog. I, I'm that's not, for I, that's for. You know, it's a not to quote Joe Rogan. It's for murderers only, bro. <laughs> that it's is for killers that, only. That is not. I don't believe dropping that, bombs. I, only. I I need to see. I I didn't check out the Venom website yet, but the 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 tight the shorts look nice. The spandex shorts look great for like a jog. Yeah, and and also um, McGregor's very very fitted European um, boy cut biker short. That's what I want with the with the proper bulge in it, (laughs) in it proper bulge in it. A nice emerald green UFC short. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Colin McGregor, he's a lot of things, but he's not a big dick guy. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. The he's Irish or Scottish? Scottish? I don't know. Either one. He's got red hair. Not known for being hogged up. Not known for being long. I think it's probably. I think it's probably okay. I'm sure he's still does pretty well. It's better than you thought it'd be, eh? <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, but watching it's this, bad. watching this man break his own ankle and lose, and then watching fucking sweaty ass Joe Rogan looks terrible. Watching Joe Rogan in like a black dress shirt, all sweaty and puffy, <laughs> like slide onto the mat. His inter- tailoring and suiting has never been to interview great. Conor McGregor while he's literally like, uh, like that was my favorite moment. I mean, that was the coolest. I was thing talking I- to a friend of the show, Jake Troth, when when McGregor was laid on the floor, leaned up against a chain link fence, like like how so many times we all have, like b- literally bleeding though. His face is literally bleeding, and his yeah, ankle, yeah, yeah. His like ankle snot is, go- is coming out of his ear. His blood's going snot. left, and his body is going right. And Joe Rogan, you know, the humanitarian, the man of the people, he's not gonna do a demeaning thing where he's standing and talking, moves the mic down to his face. No, he's what gonna kinda, get down the. Floor. He's gonna get down. He's an everyman. He's a type of uh, UFC commentator you could have a beer with. I'll well, say luckily, it. luckily that shirt he got from Belks is not gonna. You know, is, is, if you get a little blood on it, it's probably. Belks. Gonna, it's probably I've never even it. heard of Belks. Exactly. That's where Joe Rogan shopping. Joe Rogan looks like a fit model at Belks. 
He looks you, like he's in middle. Ma- he looks like he's in middle management at Enterprise Rent a Car. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he looks like. I just I love buff, <laughs> super buff, tatted up guys <laughs> who wear suits and and like. <laughs> Yeah, like the suit can hide a lot. Like you and I can wear a suit, and yeah, I can look like I have a job. Yeah, like whenever people see me at a wedding and I have a suit on, people are like, "Oh my god!" Like who? Because it's like, oh, that's like a a tatted up guy who wears like shorts and and Birkenstocks and yeah, you know, like a whatever a random T shirt. They're just like, okay, that's just a guy who doesn't care too much about his physical appearance. Don't think much of him. <laughs> they would be wrong. Doesn't take life and the world too seriously. But then you throw the the. 39 inch inseam Valentino on bespoke bespoke and then they're like damn bro like you are like I'm looking at you differently you yes 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 Mr. Stewart I am interested in upgrading to the Camaro for the weekend (laughs) yeah that's that is what you look like look 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 we're all out of convertibles I do have a Ford F350 the mileage isn't great. I will be honest. It has two tires on each side in the back, though, so it's going to be great. It's it is a dually. What are you? What exactly are you hauling? We're not. We're going to the beach. We're not hauling anything. We have two small suitcases. Um, as long as you don't plan on parking this thing, right? Because that's, that's it's not really going to work out the in the standard but spot. I, I do think a suit can but, ch- change but, some people. But yeah, but but when you're a super buff guy who's tatted up, it just it's like uh, when you see a very nice driveway. And you see, or like you're in a parking lot, just an asphalt parking lot, mm. as far as I can see. And then somehow you see a weed coming mm. out in the mm. middle of it. And you're like, mm. how did that happen? Mm. How did that get there? That's where, you know, like the suit can only hold so much. And you can just see like a the, vein popping the out. The problem with Rogan. Or like a tribal wrist tat kind of pro- peeking under the The problem with the Rogan is, is not that the, the, the uh, tribal is peeking out from under the Van Heusen, uh 19 and a half inch neck. It has a little bit of a metallic finish. When yeah, you no, of course. Right it's, got, it's, it's got more of a, I think a metallic stripe is understood. It actually has titanium woven in. But the it's his head, man. <laughs> His head looks like a fucking watermelon is about to explode. His head always looks like, like it's, it's about like to he's explode. pulsating. Like it's it's like he's it, it it doesn't he's vibrating on in a way that is is seems unhealthy and I don't something I don't want to be near. Actually, speaking of of uh, fitness and recovery, you know the the gyrating ball yes, where you of you hold that ball in your hand, you spin your wrist, and yeah. it's like ooh, mm-hmm. and you're holding on to the g forces. That's kind of what his head is like. It is like it, it's sitting perfectly still and hovering and levitating. Aww. But that thing is cooking a mile. His a head looks the RPMs like, are peaking. His head looks like Arthur's hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, he he wakes up redlining. <laughs> yeah, dude, he wakes up. I mean. There's no base. I I didn't actually realize that he still did the UFC stuff. I I assumed that 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 he was just kind of like. I guess he loves that. So like, why that's not? That, yeah, he loves it. And that's a guy who can't quit. And also, when you when you got that revenue stream coming in, obviously he doesn't need the money. But it's like, Why not? hey, do you want to do this thing that you absolutely love, and you'll make an extra four mil a year or whatever yeah, he's yeah, making yeah. off of that? Like, yeah, he's how doing, do you say no? No, how do you say no? How Plus, could... you get to you get an excuse to get away from the old ball and chain. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't doesn't Joe Rogan have kids? Yeah, I think so. He's got a couple kids, probably. Disgusting. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Can you imagine being like at a private school in Austin, and your new classmate is Joe Rogan's son, and he's wearing like a. <laughs> Punisher skull T-shirt. No, I bet you his kids they they probably rebel against him. No, that's not the kind of dad you're able to rebel against. I I disagree. He's not giving you free thought vibes. Okay, well let's look at let's look at the uh, similar example case study. Guy Fieri. Does he have kids? He's got a couple kids. One of them is named Hunter. 
How do you know this? I think the other one is named I don't know, Ridge Dick. Wallet or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meet my son, Ridge Wallet. This is Ridge Wallet and Hunter. <laughs> but they're both. No, it's super thin. It fits in every. But I think they're a good example. I only know about them just because I'm in the food community. But he'll he includes them a lot in his act. Like he'll take them to Warriors games and he'll and bring them on pissed? his show. No, no, no. They're like they're like the last time I saw they're probably like. 15-year-old kids who are like two feet taller than him. That's how it always goes. And they're like, they're aware that their dad is embarrassing. Even though he's given them a life that many yearn for? Right, yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, okay, my dad is like very embarrassing, but he makes like $400 million a year, and I have like a pretty sick-ass life. And But also, I think like because... Guy is probably like at this core a very nice, sweet, loving guy. Yeah, he's probably you, a great. You can't dad. really hate him. You're like, yeah. Everyone has a you know corny dad joke, dad or whatever. Like, oh, my parents are so embarrassing. With him, it's like, yeah, your parents are really embarrassing. But are they wearing like what are they wearing? Hurley. They're oh, just okay. like they're just like white bro kids. You know, they probably like have fl- like floppy hair. TikTok is guy shit. a yay area resident? He's a Napa cat. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very surprised. San Francisco is just so weird. I can't. I don't, why is out. that surprising? You think some of the corniest white guys in the world come from the Bay Area? They do, but I just assumed. I think because of his intake of disgusting fried foods, I assumed he was unfortunately my Southern brethren. Well, he has a lot of similarities with you because I think he he has like a like a ve- like a vegan or a vegetarian sister. So he grew up being very aligned with like the health food community, mm. and then he also has like the California casual cuisine, so he like coastal he, living vibe. He rebelled as well, but now he found a happy medium. And I think a lot of it is like the marketing people definitely like trumped up. up his that aesthetic to yeah, fit into sure. the bro. You know, like he he was probably already wearing you know flame shirts and you know, but they had the the wrist. The, the sweat band that you put on the wrist, but it was definitely closer to the elbow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe he'll do a double mm-hmm. wrist guard. Well, on Jason, the elbow. as you know, when you're on, when you're when you're getting crushed on the line, <laughs> <laughs> you know you're you're dripping with sweat. I got a black cod dying here. <laughs> I don't know how many more times I could fire these truffle fries before before they just. <laughs> oh shit oh shit yeah but i mean i did there was an interesting time in the in the mid aughts you know during the the nme years when jeans were tight and you know uh it was it, no one looked great but the sweatband mm-hmm. was the at, i think it ran parallel with the leather cuff trend yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like a, you mean like like the, the three inch thick, the three inch thick brown leather cuff, uh, but what it, it led into or ran parallel with the sweatband that the, like the, the the like cool indie coke doer would wear with mm-hmm. his like regular outfit. What, what brand sweat brand is it? Is it just a blank American Apparel? Well, is it a Diadora? The, the reason the reason I'm thinking about this is that yesterday at Erewhon, we saw this guy. First of all, he cut us off in traffic before because he was on his phone, and then Alex oh. was like, that's the guy. And oh. he was in front of us, and he was oh, yes. wearing this. I mean, he was like a dumbass, boom, like, boom, L.A. Boom, Range boom, Rover boom, guy. Boom. Like, he okay. was wearing, you know, like, sweatpants with his jowl, New Balance. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but this motherfucker, okay, and now I get He had a chain a on. too close to home. He, had a, he, 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 he was, was you with it, the range. It was chaining day. Okay. No, no, no. 
but he was wearing a beanie. It was a hundred degrees yesterday. Sure. <clears throat> um, but the beanie was a brand called Merck London. I'm familiar with uh, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. which Merck London. If you're not familiar, was definitely just like a Brit pop. It was the era of like a Ben Sherman short sleeve button down. Fred Perry, yeah, Lonsdale, yeah. Fred Perry. The Merck suit was very the popular. Merc, the Merck suit that you would get on St. Mark's. It was like an affordable skinny suit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, you can get some uh, some pulp pussy. You could wear a nice could, Merck suit, and then you have a statement. Shirt underneath. Oh, you have to have a statement. A shirt. bright, like a bright orange yeah. silk shirt. Yeah, you're definitely. The suit. Yeah, it, oh, you're, baby. It's, but it's it's very disco two thousand. But very the, disco two thousand. But the the fact that this guy who was definitely like some Calabasas fucking, mm-hmm. you know, like oh yeah, I work with yeah yeah yeah. I know I know. Fi. So you, you saw like a, like a mad happy bro. Yes, with yeah. A he, he was definitely on he was wearing a Merc hundred degree summer, and, and but he had a whole look on. I'm like, damn, does this guy? He must know what Merck is to be wearing this because he obviously cares about clothes. But at the same it's time, not, yeah, Merck is not something you can stumble upon. But I'm like, is this guy try, is this loser like trying to bring Merck back? And am I supportive of that, or am I like I hate to see it? I don't know. <sighs> this is tough. I, I mean, I don't. He was definitely listening to Frank Ocean in the truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he he knows Kylie's uh, assistant. Okay, that's the vibe. Okay, well then, I guess if that's the vibe, my guess is that he did not. He's not a Merc fan that seeked it out and like found some retailer online to ship it over. Retailer by Robert, you're telling me Depop seller? No, no, I mean just like you know whatever, like a British department store. No, no, I think this is vintage. So I'm saying I don't know if that's in, oh. in production anymore. Oh, that's it's my vintage. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, my point. Okay, well, the, my my line of questioning was leading towards like. It was a brand that was being revived and then sending out oh, promo like, I like it was an old I brand that somebody's like, we got to bring blah, blah, blah. I back. don't believe so, but I, I I could be wrong. But the whole thing was just, and then he, of course, got the, the combo plate with salmon. You fucking cornball. <laughs> you know what I mean? A- anyway. Wait, wait, come on. Salmon is not. Uh, the salmon is a fine protein. The, the sides are going to tell the story. Though. I didn't. I didn't. Unfortunately, I was unable to look into the sides. I was waiting on you my catch his beverage choice. I was no, no. He got two though, so oh, maybe shit. he had bay in the truck. I didn't see two plates. He got two plates. Oh, doubling up. He said, "Let me bros. get two. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Speaking speaking of the culinary arts, I I went to. I, I have a little bit of a fish bone to pick myself. I went to a bistro in Pasadena called Sasso. Yeah, I've heard of this place, which is good. It's it's kind of like a a Mediterranean not a Basque meets California coastal. This is feeling very summery. It is very summery. They have a patio where you go and have a European style meal. It's in like an old kind of. So Spanish you mean it building. starts at ten p.m. and lasts four hours, and the food's just okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We we I mean it was it was a hundred fucking degrees in Pasadena so we actually sat inside smart we, we did have a great meal it was like the food was good no I'm I'm not hating Bay was loving it had a really nice fresh seafood pasta a bunch of other shit but there's there's a thing that I see happening a lot which is the cosmetic use of fish row. <laughs> As a as an adornment to dishes that don't necessarily th- th- require. Is it. it is it throwing it in for color and not texture? I think it's well. The, you throw it in for everything. You you get the color like it visual. It visually looks stunning. You get like a little bowl. You know, like I had an, a meal at Birdie G's in in Santa Monica. They had like a it was a bowl of like peas. 
No, no, sorry, I wasn't. No, it was at Gem um, at Flynn's restaurant. It was like a bowl of fresh peas that was covered in like fl- edible flowers and sure. a bunch of fish roe, and it was good. But it, like, Didn't and, and you row. get you get the salty pop. So like, I find roe disgusting. Just for the record. And I am not a huge Roe fan myself. And the problem I, I see people, a lot of restaurants using because it, it looks really cool and you can like justify charging more money for something because it has fish eggs on it. But this was, this was served on top of a steak tartare. It was a, wag, what? a Wagyu steak tartare. Like, I don't know much, fam, but that seems weird. And the the problem is when you the the, the fish the fish eggs they're so salty because they're just little balls of seawater and you know mixed with fish reproductive organs and shit yeah chill you know, chill, it's chill, disgusting. chill 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 uh, obviously caviar is delicious because it's a more mild version but but the fish row it just reminds me of like bait that you put on your hook when you're trying to catch a catfish but the problem. Is, you're eating a delicate steak tartare. You're paying a bunch of money for like this nice grass-fed wagyu beef, and you want it to taste like beef, and it just tastes like Salt. fish eggs. The whole thing just tastes like. And then if you scrape all the fish eggs off to the side, and you just eat the the tartare plain, it's not seasoned enough because it, they it was relying the on the salt from the row. Just like we don't, we don't need it, bro. Did you file a formal complaint, or is this you? This is it. This is it. I know. Okay. I know. The line cooks are all listening, and they're beating. And and someone's, you know, some of the servers there are like, "I told you, this is what I was saying." You know. So yeah, restaurants. If you're out there, we don't. We we can put fish row on lots of different seafoods. You know, sushi applications, blah blah blah. But we don't need it. On the smash burger, we don't need it on the tartar. <laughs> we don't need it on the pork belly sliders. You know, <laughs> just just save it, bro. It don't work. Damn, I'm sorry to hear that, but but overall the experience was good. Yeah, overall the experience was good. You know, I don't really like restaurants anymore. All yeah, it's pretty cool bad. that you. It's pretty cool that your dumbass is turned into like a post restaurant guy. I'm I'm I turned into a full player hater. Player hater. But I mean, but it's good that you know you and I have something in common. You're you know one of the king all time kings of hating, and I <laughs> that's kind of not my bag. I'm I'm a little bit more of the the oil to your vinegar. We don't mix in that world, but now we have some common ground. I actually I, I great name for a coffee shop. Common ground. That's so cool. All right, Jason. I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, he's got a new show opening at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith, late sculptures at Hauser & Wirth 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years, and as much as you want to touch them, they are look but do not. Mm-hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is kind of is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. And it closes on April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, In fact, over half of us 
will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. Yeah. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, mm. um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, <laughs> internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T, R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code how long. This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. That is Booking dot, yeah. Booking.com offers so many possibilities across the U.S. Uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun, to remote mountain cabins, we can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me. I, I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know, I mean, it's always baseline. Oh, wow. It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert. It's baseline, Chris, but when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the U.S., if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof, I can only imagine. I, I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post-V-Day trip up into wine country, hmm. and I can't wait to see who I will be when I am there. So book whoever you want to be on Booking.com. Booking dot yeah. Yeah. Well the only well luckily the only places that make you wear masks in LA still are coffee shops. So I guess I'm gonna have to go to Pasadena to find one that, you know. Bro, not my shops. Won't allow. What shops you go at Maru? They make you no, wear masks. Maru, no, the that's real heads. They don't give a fuck. No. Proof. Just proof, yeah. Proof and coffee coffee. Mm. Mm. Lots of signs posted to let you know. Damn. Yesterday, I'm not. Chris, Chris Black said, "I'll take my business elsewhere." We went to a fucking plant store yesterday outside, and like, yeah, we're gonna need you to wear a mask. <laughs> I'm like, for what? It's 100 degrees, and you're selling oxygen. Like, this is the cleanest. This is the best shit. You selling oxygen? <laughs> I was not pleased. I I'm was, sorry about that, Chris. It's okay. I did it, of course. Well, you you actually enjoyed a Korean meal this weekend, which is outside of your purview. Purview. I, I agree. It was it was delicious. I was surprised. Um, and you know, the best part of that was I checked my clothes. They didn't smell bad. The yeah, if you pay a little more money at the Korean barbecue spot, you're paying for ventilation. They, I didn't realize that. They then we did it. They got bro. the Dyson sucking up all of that bulgogi smoke. It was good, man. I had a great experience. I'm glad to hear that. You seemed like you were pretty happy with it too, right? I was happy with it, but that was my that was I was I was telling Yeo that was. The hardest moment for me so far during my dry July, j'adore July, was, was, was yeah. I, I was like, I, I've been to like oh, last weekend for the Fourth of July. I dead ass went to five pool parties, and you were spread all over two days. Great, 
and I was like, I'm good. I don't really need, you know, I was driving Bay around, you know, she's partaking and she's imbibing. She's twisted as hell. I'm sure you had to clean out the fucking Tesla after that. <laughs> no, well, the problem, I mean, the Tesla, it doesn't have a key. So, you know, I don't know what you do a bump off of is the problem. Oh, oh, oh. You that, can you can because you, you can use the Tesla. It has a little card that you put in your yeah, wallet. You could do the card the side. We we'll use the card. card to scape your line, but I don't know how you get it no, inside. You can do, we're you, li- we're living in a cashless society. If you're a pro, bro, you can you you basically you dump a little out onto the corner of the card uh, and use it like, like, like a key. like a little bit of a fingernail edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you think Elon uses to do? What do you think his cocaine uh, insertion oh, method is? He's is he like, rolling up a hundred? Is he doing a, uh, an emptied out Bic? No, he's probably does he have doing a, like a glass tool. Nah, he's probably like parachuting or something. You know what I mean? What is parachuting? That's where you is that boofing? I mean, he might. I mean, I bet Grimes is blowing up his little his fat ass dumper. Grimes is definitely blowing coke because Elon his got ass. a Elon got a wagon on his ass, little fat ass. He's got Elon has he has three things: a great company, <laughs> a taste for cocaine. <laughs> And a and a larger ass than you would think. A man He's got a wagon on him, but I think that the I no parachuting is when you um basically tie up. Imagine wagons. <laughs> <laughs> he ties up. Imagine the wagon on Musk. What, you tie up. Grimes oh, you is a lucky you, girl. You don't do it with cocaine, really, but you would tie it up. You basically like put a little tissue. You're talking and, about a court bouillon and tie it off and then eat it. <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this is for smuggling purposes? No, no, this is for consumption purposes. <laughs> Eating I've eaten coke. No, no, it's, I'm saying no, I'm saying you don't do that with coke. I'm joking. But you you would do it with other drugs. Like what? Molly or like, you know, oh, ketamine or something. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So so a drug that you would normally ingest. Yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. eaten coke on accident, Chris? Eaten it on accident? Yeah. No, I just rub it all over my mouth. <laughs> That's not on accident. Uh, that's on purpose, actually. I love yeah, a some nummy. Some people do a gummer. You do a whole. You do a mouther. Yeah, I love a nummy. That's the best part. It hits bro. the tongue. All the oh, teeth there's nothing like cutting the- open that <laughs> that bag that you think is empty and just fucking eating it like a damn banana. <laughs> Getting it all in your grip. So you open up that small Ziploc bag. You like a like a carcass of a goat that you're about to roast on the yeah, spit. I'm, I'm cleaning this shit out. And we're then not, you eat the booty like groceries. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're yeah we're going tip to tail. I'm a, I'm a. He fa- said the baggie tastes like batteries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the ba- that's good as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's nice. I miss I miss when Janae Iko. This is that was a simpler time in the club when you were listening to a song. I forgot that would you're listening to a Janae Iko song in the club. And she said, you got to lick the booty like groceries. The problem with Janae Aiko, well, not the problem. Eat the booty like groceries. The problem, well, she's one of the worst. She's one of the worst. <laughs> Licking dressed, groceries, that's a quick way to she's get She's one of the ar- worst dressed R&B divas of all time. Like, she looks like she mm-hmm. shops at anthropology. But she she still dates. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthropology. They're, her and Big Sean have, like, both. They've become, like, he's, like, a girlfriend guy now. And she's, like, a. they, like, have ruined their own careers by being too into each other. Took a oh yeah 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 too too loved up yeah and, it's like but it, but it but it works well if they stay together forever that's all they have to do yeah well I mean I think it's all I mean I think all celebrity- just like posh spice and uh, Bex and Bex like they're they've ruined their careers with that world unless they just stay together forever and then everyone's gonna be like they are so 
chic and well, awesome. Beckham, and I love we know De- Beckham is a confirmed savage stick man out here just fucking going yeah. absolutely brazy. And I'm sure Big Sean put in a small amount of work, right? I mean, I'm sure Big Sean's the homie, um, but I, I don't, I don't. The homie to what? Shout out to my all my De- all my Detroit people. Uh, I'm a friend of vaginas, but I think that Big Sean is uh, they're just lame. I also think the couple. I think that they know it's they. Th- I think that that couple is probably fifty percent real, fifty percent. How can we monetize this? Look, they're both so short. Once they finally have a kid, it's going to be a dwarf. It's going to be legal in in the eyes of the law. It'll be able to you know. You get think Janae short? Have you met Janae before? I feel like that's somebody you would have met. Janae is definitely a four eleven queen, and I have seen. I think did I meet Big Sean? No, I, you I, had to dap up Big Sean. I I have I've been standing next to him. Maybe I said hi to him. I don't know if we, we he we couldn't hear you. Dap. <laughs> yeah, I said what's up. He didn't even look at me. They're like, dog, you were in the club, and he didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah, he's like, is that degree deodorant? That's a, it was a short joke, but he he's he's short as fuck for a guy, especially for a guy named Big Sean. I've talked about his height before, but two, they're both very petite. I think it's cool when people have nicknames that are the opposite of what they actually are. Like, I think calling someone small big is funny. Oh yeah, you you call a fat guy slim? Oh, yeah, baby, that's always good. It's a, it's just a classic joke, never gets old, safe. Doesn't offend anyone. Yeah, you got a tiny person over here. You call him Big Fella. That's one of my favorites. Mm. Someone likes to make a little snap at me. They never met TJ. Try to come at me sideways <laughs> with a little tall joke. I'm like, what, what was that, Big Fella? Do people hit you with tall jokes? Oh, yeah, definitely. What, what what constitutes a tall joke? Like, what is that? You know, they'll just... I don't I don't have a great example, but, but it's, it's, like, more, I it's feel like from it's, a white person. I feel like it's... <laughs> it's always from... Yeah, black people, they tell you, I could kick your ass, I could dunk on you, I'll fucking take your bitch, I'm, you're not that tall. <laughs> white people, they'll, they'll either just straight wow. up... White people will just straight up punch you or make like a very bad, like very bad tall joke that, that doesn't really please anyone. Those little shorties contain multitudes. <laughs> 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 Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Actually, at that at that party last night, I was talking to our friend Jake Troth, and we and he was sort of talking about like, you know, I don't really know how to do party. I don't know what to do at party. You know, like I don't know what to do with my hands at a party anymore after after quarantine. I was a little bit feeling that. I think the one. I, I don't. What are you guys talking about? I've never felt that. Are we really that? Are we really that stupid as humans that we can't just kind of. We have muscle memory, bro. We went to parties for the last 40 years. Yeah, I don't know if that is the issue. I mean, obviously, we all know what to do at parties. You you know, you get drunk and... You Try know, to poke on something. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's how it should be nowadays. It's you get drunk and then you try to like white knuckle it long enough until you bring up, you know, what you're watching on Netflix. And then, <laughs> you white knuckle it long enough over. and make I'm sure, like, <laughs> make sure you don't bring up sports the, is a thing. It, anything that will offend anyone. Yeah, yeah. You do a little bit of that. Isn't it crazy? COVID, COVID, blah, blah, blah. And then, and did you see this documentary on Hulu? And then, and then it's over. But I think maybe more. You know, trying to look at or pull back of like what the reason is because we definitely all know how to socialize and party and talk. It was only a year and a half. It's not a big a deal. But it's like the part where we have, you know, whenever we've socialized now, we got accustomed to only socializing with people that we want to socialize and we never had to be in a uh, situation. Yeah, now you're around a bunch of fucking bozos. Well, we're back to, you know, like the we're same bank. way like 
we bike. <laughs> we bike. Well, the same way, like, now that we're coming back, like, I'm not going back to the office. Like, I don't want to work at the office. Like, I work from home now, and I get my job done, and I'm good at my job, and I don't need to go back to the office. It's like, everyone, the, the amount of time has passed to where yeah. we don't need to do that. And, and now people... You know, before it was the stop and chat at a party or the convo with somebody that you don't want to talk to at a party, that was a necessary evil that had to happen. It'd be rude if you didn't, and there's no way around it. It was just a thing that you got to do. Uh But now, a lot of time passed where you only hung out with your close, close Your bubble is what we call it. Your bubble. You were only with your bubble, and your bubble are all of your cool people. Yeah. If they're vaccinated, just to be clear. (laughs) If they're vaccinated for me, if they're not vaccinated for you, you can get some. Uh, wait, no, no. You could get some of that Pfizer juice on you. It stings, doesn't it? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's, it's worse than Subway juice. Ooh, got that Pfizer juice on me, fucking me up. I got the magnet stuck to me now. But but now people are like, there has to be a better way. I don't want. You know, enough time has passed. I realize I really don't want to talk to strangers. I don't I, want to make the small talking talk. to talking to strangers and small talk. To be honest, I, for me, pays off more than it. Okay, well, maybe. Okay, how about this one then? Not a stranger, but somebody that you have to talk to because you kind of know them, and you're at a social event, and you're like, "Yeah, well, I mean, that sucks." I run into this guy, and like, I know that the next seventeen minutes of my life are gone, and look, I gotta no, be like, I mean, yeah, look, that's that, crazy. That's that crazy. sucks, of course, but it's also like if uh, that's not a big enough problem for me to tackle that or spend time on it. No, no, it's not. It's not. But it should be, is what I'm saying. People, I mean, people are going back to rolling up. But the, the, what I worry about is people are going to be in those situations. It's going to suck, and they're going to weigh the pros and cons, and it's not going to be worth it. I'm just not even going to go to the party. Yeah, because then I'll then have don't to- come. Then you're not invited to the party. If you can't handle <laughs> a little bit of socializing with someone you may not love, then you should be forced to stay home and pet your cats or whatever you do. That is true. But what if it happens to most people? Then everybody's a fucking loser. No, no new news there. Yeah. Okay. I just don't. I just the, the fact. Is this that pe- a society that that your friend Bezos is trying to you know not to go not to go five? Just the, the fact that people literally think about this stuff is like, yo, ch- just sh- chill out. Like, why are you trying to? It's like, really hard for some people. Yeah, but it's it's not like it shouldn't be a topic of conversation. Deal with it on your own. Don't make it. Don't write ten thousand words to the Atlantic <laughs> about how how do we return to socializing. You go out and you fucking do it. Like it's not that serious. <laughs> okay, what about this? What's worse, the people that realize that they can't socialize and would rather just give up and not even do it, or the people that are like during the quarantine were like, I like travel and culture is like a necessary thing like i need it you know it's not you know it's what's it called you know it's an essential worker well i agree with that but it's also lame to talk about but but then you're like you're a pussy if you're like oh like i'm not going to be able to like get through the next year of my life without you know going to tulum or like an art gallery everybody's an idiot jason it's or just you're choosing they're just choosing their battles whether whether you're, oh my god i finally i know but which one is more insufferable is what i'm asking. i fi- i people complaining about being able to socialize freely which is one of the greatest joys in our <laughs> in our sad world make is makes me more insane but i think it's mm-hmm. just as pathetic to be like oh my god like <laughs> I'm so I'm in Greece and I just remembered what it's like to live. Like this is what <laughs> I need. Like I like I hate working 
I I want to work. I just want to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Is also terrible. I mean, people <laughs> like it's all every. It's honestly this this uh the the <laughs> COVID nineteen virus has just shown how everyone is worse than they I ever thought was, was possible. Like yeah. it's even worse than than you thought before. Magnified because people have revealed what they truly care about, and it it's either staying home. What and they their, care about, Chris? Their mental health. <laughs> Okay, I, that's not a bad thing. Or, or like, yeah, like taking group trips to Europe. Those are the two mm-hmm. things. That people, two <laughs> things I don't want to do is discuss <laughs> my mental health on social media or go with twenty people to a house in Italy. Those are the two <laughs> things I don't want to do. Uh huh. Okay. Let's grow up. Pay for a therapist or and stay at a nice hotel with one person. Oh. No, I agree with the group trip, Chris. That's one thing where you and group trips are hell. It's the it's it's truly it, it's it's I don't know who came up even with girls it. trip the film. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't. It's not Oscar worthy, but I'd give it a six of ten. <laughs> I would watch it on a flight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. What is it? What is it in the person where they feel the need to travel with the group? Or I guess the real question is. What is wrong with us that we are so resistant to the group I don't trip? want to do things I don't want to do with people I only mildly like. Mm. I can't think of 15 mm. people I would want to be around for two weeks in some sort of vacation scenario. Absolutely not. Like, it's insane. That's an insane thing to do. And if it's about saving money, then just don't go. I'd rather just not go. I would rather wait until I have the money <laughs> to stay at the Ritz in Paris for two weeks than, like... Uh-huh. Share a house and have some fucking nerd like cooking for me because they want to save money. Oh, <laughs> oh! Group trips are are so cursed. Yeah, maybe it's you know the 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 pragmatism. Like you've already weighed. Like most people are just like in the ignorance is bliss kind of world of like, yeah, well we're all gonna go. The twenty of us are gonna go to Mexico City and it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have fun and everyone is like, yeah, that sounds fun. And then you and I are just like. Let's think about this for a minute. Yeah, like you guys got to really. I mean, I think you know. That, there's, there's, a, we, we, we play out the scenarios in our head that are negative before we play out the scenarios. Well, because there are no positive, positive scenarios. Like, it's no, somebody, that's not true. No, it's there's no positive. I could do that without those people and have more fun. That's the positive <laughs> scenario. Like, I can just do exactly what we were gonna do, but not with ten people, and mm-hmm. it will be better. Anytime there's a yeah. group, it's hard to get a reservation. It's hard to make decisions. Everything yeah, is, is more difficult. Fun. And I'm sure it's fun if you're like getting twisted or more fun if you're getting twisted. It's more fun. But I just don't. Also, I don't want to do anything. If I am paying to be somewhere, I do not want to do anything that someone else wants to do if I don't want to do it. Yeah. No, no, no that's true. But sometimes I feel like a bit of a, a spoil sport or a, yeah. a poo pooer. Yes, you are. And they're just like, hey, do you want to do this? And I'm just like, well. You don't know this, but I know that this, this, and this are going to happen, and you're going to end up thinking that this sucks, And but I already know. I already know how this whole thing is going to play out, and and, I, I, that's, and I, I'm, like, I'm on the shark tank, and I'm like, no deal. And no deal. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at ahead of the whole situation. It's a no deal, and that's also like... I don't think that's super healthy either. I think that's kind of a bummer. I don't care what's healthy or not healthy. Like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck. I'm not going to go on a fucking walking tour with 10 people in the heat. Like, that's just not going to happen. Sure. It, it also brings it brings me back to, like, I remember going to Washington, D.C. with my family when I was, like, Ooh. 
probably a little too old to go, but like I, I can't remember why I went. And it was a hundred degrees, and my dad obviously is a buff of history and mm. wants to do all this shit. I'm like, this is hell. We gotta go check out the monument. Yeah, blah, like blah, why would like, you? We gotta do- go check out the first sweet green location that's all i wanted well do. that that i was obviously very excited for i did take a picture in front of the sweet it green for my spring mom. is here but i i just don't I, i'm just like that's the, it just it's just like a bad family vacation but with people you don't have to be with <laughs> that you're not like you're not bound to by blood mm-hmm. like you're, they're literally people that i could take or leave 90 percent of the time it, it is an elective task you yeah. are not forced to yeah. grin and bear it yeah totally i just think there's ways to enjoy life that don't include large groups and it's difficult to go to the restaurants you want to go to that is true but the way i try to look at it is Number one, you will, if you're in the one of those situations, it will make you appreciate and be grateful for what you have at home, the home that you've created for yourself. I don't need yourself. to be reminded of that. I already know that. Next. Uh, okay. And then the number two thing is even though you always hate it, you're resistant to it, blah, blah, blah. If you let your guard down and allow you know, love and light to enter your soul, oh you will always end up having Are a you mo- high? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I was being sarcastic when I was saying those words. Don't worry. I know it's hard to tell uh, the difference sometimes, but yeah, yeah that, that, that was, I was speaking in a, in a funny haha, not serious, but you, uh, you, if you allow yourself to sort of let, you know, let your let guard love down. Rule Lenny Kravitz voice. Let, you gotta, let <laughs> if you can let love rule, just like Lenny, there's always one or two moments where you're like, okay, that was a fun thing that happened. Of course. That I know. Well, if it's an of course, then consider that more. No, Chris. but Come it's on. a, it's a, it's a, it's a profit loss situation. If, if I'm looking <laughs> at the balance sheet uh-huh. and there's two things that are good and 20 things that are bad, I, I don't care about the two things Speak that are good. Speak on it, Mark Cuban. That's not, yeah, well, I'm not going to invest in your company <laughs> if the P&L shows me that there's two bad things and 20 good things. I can't have two bad things. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. No, that's, that is true, but sometimes even though, you know, your batting average of good versus bad things over the course of your entire group trip is not looking good. Sometimes, you know, just the fact that you have one or two numbers on the board can can move mountains. Just the fact that you have something. Because if you if you let that Yeah. You know, if you let that plant yeah. die out Look, you completely, get, yeah. it's never gonna come back. And I'm I'm fine with that. That plant can die. I ran out of water, I drank it all. Okay. <laughs> I let all my plants die. Yeah. If you water your plants, that's fucking gay. Yeah, fuck plants, dog. None of my plants get water. A real alpha plant water- finds out how to water itself. <laughs> don't rely on them. Yo, yeah. ladies, don't let your plants rely on a man to water it. That's crazy. That's the patriarchy right there. Yeah, if you water plants, you're a part of the patriarchy. That's Bot- fucked you up. You a goofy botanist bitch. <laughs> yeah, my man's a botanist bitch. <laughs> fuck out of here watering <laughs> fuck i look like i don't water my shit you're telling me it's 100 <laughs> degrees in la you're expecting me to water this plant instead of drink it that's crazy bro this fern costs 800 dollars with the pot and i and you tell me i gotta water it on top of it <laughs> look i the- buy the tesla you yeah. pay a little bit of a premium but we ain't going to the gas station we ain't getting no damn oil change. No. Uh, we don't have to get the tranny rebuilt. No, uh, no. Nah, nah. This no, thing, you know. This shit runs. Now, yesterday at the plant, I let the, these. So also, when we went to this plant store. We copped this plant. And this ain't. This is a $200 plant. That's mid range. These people look at me like I'm fucking. I'm like, they don't help you bring it. They don't do shit. They ring it up and they're like, all right, peace. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not gonna help me Where's bring this the shit service? to the car. Well, you know, in the world of plants right now, it's a it's a seller's market. Well, I will say that the the young woman they're like, who, you're lucky that you even got your hands. The, the young on woman who rang us up to was also had a water bottle that was covered in Chucky the movie stickers. <laughs> so that's a bitch that work at a plant store. I prefer to not have her help, but I thought maybe there was somebody that would come out. Was of it that. an Nalgene Yeti? No, off brand. Off brand. Her whole shit was crazy because she she was wearing like full workout, like sports bra and like bike shorts okay, and a mask and had a Chucky water bottle. And there was so there was like a dolly style melting clock that I took a picture of. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. There's a Cartier did a watch like this. It's really hot right now. And she just looked at me like you are the biggest fucking idiot. You boomer sack of shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, I was. She's like, because she was like, why? And are you this bitch had the Chucky Nalgene. She had the Chucky Nalgene, and she was trying to come at me for taking a picture of something cool. I mean, the work of Dali. Exactly. Yeah. I, the there's whole a lot thing, of, there's a lot of through lines with the Chucky literally franchise. though. Life is hell. It's crazy. You can't do anything without something. See, going the, wrong. The, when you when you're describing this person, I'm I'm hearing athleisure, you know, sports bra shit. The the Chucky Nalgene. She had some, there's, there's a chance that this could be a grail badass bitch. No. Okay. I, there's a chance, unfortunately, she might listen to this podcast, but I don't think... Do you have that, a praying hat on? No, I wish. That, that would have signaled coolness. <laughs> you know? okay. No, but she, she had some bad tats. It's just, it's just like the way people choose to you do things. You get the things. IG? No, I did not get the IG. I want to get out of there as fast as I could. <laughs> but the plan is beautiful. It was purchased. I loaded it into the car myself. Oh, um, and was, of course, drenched with sweat because it was 100 degrees after I'd just done six this miles one of the, outside. One of the perks of having a convertible. You know what I'm no, saying? This, no, we had to, this was in, the, this was in the, the X5. You had to lay the fig down? I did a good job. It's not a fig, first of all. What did we cop? I don't know, but it's not a fig. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You I'm bought like, a $200 plant you don't know the Latin name for it? I mean, at least the, the genus category. The only plant name I know is Runtz. I don't know <laughs> any of these. I don't know... So you were, so you got me you got a two hundred dollar mid plant. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean nah, two hundred dollars. It must. How tall was it? Because that's not cheap. No, it's not. It's it's probably like it's five feet. Pot included or no? No, no, no. We had a dead pot. ass. Yeah, we had a pot. This is just raw. That's raw. I had to buy soil too. I had to get bags of soil. Chris buying soil is on some funny ass shit. Trust me, I did not want to do it, but I can't have the plant die if it's two hundred. This is what happens when you move to L.A. Blue Bro, collar TJ rubbing off. Honestly, on you. though, there, it's so dirt. what people do here is so crazy. It, it's it's literally like compared go, to Atlanta, Georgia. Chris, come on. Atlanta, Georgia has more people here. Go to a go to a farmers market or go to a plant store or go wait in line. Those are the three things people do in L.A. for fun. Okay, 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 okay. okay. They got people be having plants everywhere now. Of course, that's plants one. Number two. Last time I went to New York, there's bitches lined up. All over the city, so that's not an LA well, that's thing. Beca- that, that's beca- but people. But the difference is, waiting in line is terrible, unless of course it's for your COVID nineteen vaccination. <laughs> but, the, but the waiting in line, as saying, long as you can wait in your car, yeah, of course, with the AC. Oh, no, so no. that's another positive that LA has over New but, York. But that's what I'm saying. NYC, we're lining up. That's on what the I'm block. saying. The difference is that lining up here, it's so hot. It is so unbelievably hot to mm. line up for the Funko toy is crazy. <laughs> like to line up for a golf wang drop is crazy. Okay, no I shots. agree with that. Look, people line up everywhere where there's retail. Well, I think, but unfortunately, I think COVID, the COVID nineteen virus has has made line waiting. It's normalized lining. People like to line up now. 
it's a thing that people do and that's the when you when you really have nothing going on you know like you were talking about the you know we're going to amusement parks blah 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 all those things where it's just people they, they you're not social so you you pay to become social that yeah the waiting line thing but i've seen that now there's like an activity around it like the, the cookies yeah, yeah, yeah. Weed like, shops. People will when there's a new strain dropping. It's like a meetup. People will bring their their tent, their their tents and their chairs and yeah. and their igloo coolers and their dab rigs, and <laughs> and it's just like seventeen white guys <laughs> with with lowered trucks. Good to see you again, bro. <laughs> How you been, man? Who like totally are just like I love smoking and and we my culture and all that shit and then every <laughs> single night they go home and put a fucking nine in their mouth and they're like i'll fucking do it i'll fucking do it <laughs> i'll and do it the i'll do day, it live like, on twitch we're like yo there's a new fucking exotic that just dropped and I, I can't wait to do my vlog review about it and then they go home and then they're like did you meet any new friends at the cookies no thing? but like, i did i fuck st- you mom <laughs> I stopped over at the Subaru aftermarket shop though, and I did I did meet some of my homies there when I was getting the exhaust put Bro, in. Bro, they're in line six. <laughs> Come on, no, but the you can't hate. I mean, it's because uh, it, I w- I went to pick up my suitcase uh, from the re- repairs this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like um, well, just like the Ford trucks that we were talking about. You know, where you want to know where a Ford owner, you want to know where a Rimawa owner is at the shop, the repair shop. So went, there's always something wrong with those pieces. I, of I shit. went to the Rimawa store to pick up my case and I was just walking down Rodeo and it is just, mm-hmm. it's fucking torched. Like mm-hmm. it's literally guys mm-hmm. that look like 18 year old, like dorks wearing Gucci, like smoking weed, like like blowing it out just before they walk into the Goyard yeah. store <laughs> or like waiting, like letting people go around them in line at Dior. Cause they're finishing a blunt. And it's just like the old you would like this activity. No, because I, smoking weed is not cool anymore. Like no, it's, it's not, not like it's not. smoking a blunt is, is always fun, but it's not like these guys think it's making them cooler. Much like they think buying a cause doll is making them cooler mm-hmm. or buying a Goyard fucking keychain. Well, at the very beginning, it probably does make them cooler. And then yeah. it quickly turns into a thing where it is not cooler. And then they get like super, super addicted to it. And then it's it was bad. just a wild scene over there of like every there's a line. There's nothing for, sacred. There's you know? a line for everything. And people are copping, but it literally mm-hmm. feels like uh, it, it's worse than Disney World. Mm-hmm. It's just a budget version. It's like a free version because you can go into all these places and look for free, of course, because it's it's a retail store. Yeah, that part of of like retail slums, like the gentrification, like it happens in New York where like the hot neighborhoods are always ebbing and flowing. I'm yeah. like, oh, all the cool shops are in Soho now. They're in blah blah blah. Now it's Lower East Side, and that's been going on since New York started. But in LA. We're starting to see that where like the gentrification of housing, it keeps going east and east because you can't move west anymore because the ocean. But with the retail stuff, it's like it used to be like in the 90s, like Melrose was the coolest thing. And then you got like Robertson that's like bubbling up. And now Melrose is like a homeless camp. So now Rodeo becomes Melrose. And now, you know, Rodeo, which used to be just like stuffy old white people, you know, buying Gucci shit. Now they're too afraid to go to Rodeo Drive because it's been taken over by TikTokers and you know it's, scammers it's, and shit. It's really weird. So where do they go? They have to go to Malibu. They got to go to the Palisades. You go to a mall. That's why, like, the mall can be a little, little scary too. Yeah, but a mall is. A, I mean, it's not about 
it's not about scary or not. It's about it being a bad experience for shopping. It's like I don't. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be here because, like, the, yeah, the, I guess the, the, at least in a mall, there's some order and control. yeah. But it's like I mean, back in the day, if you felt like copping something nice, like it was fun to like. I would go uptown. You know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. do the whole thing, and it's nice and it's fun. And you don't obviously. I'm not doing it all the time. Uh, but mm-hmm. but now it's like yeah. I went to Rodeo, picked my suitcase up, and even I, a retail lover, was like, I got to go. Yeah, I gotta get back. I gotta get out of here. This just no. it just sucks. LP was saying the same thing about like I'm, she'll go to do pulls during quarantine, sucks, and like dude. I gotta go to Rodeo and hit all these stores. And she's like, I was like afraid. There's like it just sucks. Like I thought someone was gonna try to steal my watch. It just sucks. Like the whole vibe over there is terrible. But I mean, so where are they? So they're all they're just going to the mall now, or they're just buying on. Or you just Essence. I mean, com, if you're really going on right if now. you're really buying, if you're really like a customer, like you don't go into the store, like. They call you. They tell you what they have. You buy it. Somebody brings it to your house, mm-hmm. and that's. I mean, we I'm got sure. we got the bag in purple. Like how you those, want I mean, it. You want those stores actually? The like the little peanuts that people are spending walking in on. That's like joke shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when I was buying that Louis, they were like, "Get out of here, dude! It's six hundred bucks. <laughs> like, we don't give a fuck about you. Like <laughs> next, you ain't buying. You know what I mean? It's just like, and you, and I get it because it's like you're not a whale. But just think about working at the Louis store, the especially at the Louis like accessory store. Mm-hmm. Like it's a nightmare because you're selling keychains. Yeah, it's like working at the Baby Gap. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. It's just. But a I mess. won't be. People yeah, I'm not. I, I was just. I mean, I've been twice because I dropped it off and picked it up. Uh, but in both times, it's the same thing. It was just like there's nowhere to park. It's just a bad scene over there. Bummer, man. Alfred this is. This would popular. never happen at. See, uh, something wrong at the Toomey, which would never happen. I go to the Americana. What a great experience, set and setting. The culture is is popping. Yeah, but people see you with a Toomey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that. It's all black debadged. It's just nice, calm, cool, heads, collected. Heads no, bro. Okay. If you're a luggage head, then you get it. Yeah, luggage heads get it. But I'm, I mean... Luggage the, head dick stays But dry. honestly, the, the repair service they do is fucking crazy. They like fully like rebuilt like the wheel. It's it's like kind of impressive. And it's like a hundred bucks. Like, oh. oh, they charge you for it? Yeah. Well, because it's out of warranty because this mine is so old. I thought they had a lifetime warranty like Toomey does. I, I don't believe so. <laughs> I, I don't think, first of all, you definitely don't know about Toomey's warranty program, <laughs> and you didn't buy that. There's no way you bought a Toomey. <laughs> well, the, um, what is that? You acquired it, but you didn't pay for it. Look, the <laughs> the Jessica Simpson <laughs> luggage line, that they do not have a lifetime warranty. So you had to, so you had to upgrade to Toomey, is that what you're saying? So I did upgrade to the next, uh, to the Toomey. I know, I don't know if they have a, a warranty or not at all. That was a joke. I think, I, I'm I just, think, any, any, any way I could try to, I understand. you know, much like, Conor McGregor, any opening I see mm-hmm. to take a shot at your, I would love Remova to see. I would love. The, I would love to see the wheel pop off your Toomey at JFK and you break your ankle as you're walking down the. <laughs> no, Chris, don't you say that. As you and I'm just like I didn't have to punch <laughs> this bitch. He did it to himself. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Well, th- I don't think that'll ever happen, Chris. It won't. It won't. You don't travel that much. Okay, Jason, <laughs> it's been great podcasting with you today. Yeah, my pleasure. Another another great. Uh, how long gone the books? Um, mm-hmm. Two raw, more po- uncut, unedited. Two more podcasts coming up this week with with friends of the show. Actually, so it'll be a nice loose chit chat. Uh, good, good, good. We saw we saw one of them last night. She was prepared. She seems excited. It's going to be our fitness. Yeah, if you have any fitness questions, you want? Yeah, to know, don't ask them. We'll do it for you. Don't um, ask them. Don't send me in. All right, we're going to go hit the courts now. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great blessed week. And uh okay that's it bye bye y'all check come close to me she ain't going home when she supposed to be I'm getting money like I'm supposed to be 
I'm getting money like I'm supposed to be. Oh, all my niggas close to me. And all the mother niggas where they supposed to pay. Oh, the house go for me. Now your chicks in the pit like post for me. Oh, that's how I post to pay. Yeah, that's how I post to pay. Yeah, that's how I post to pay. Everything up like a post to pay.